0: So welcome to an honest conversation. Um, today we're back with another men's mental health. We are. We're back. We're back. Um, this is Nick. Nick, introduce yourself. Age. What do you do? How How's your day? Tell us everything.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm Nick. Nick Peck. Um, I'm 23, newly 23. Uh, when was your birthday? Like two weeks Oh. Actually, probably like a month ago.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Not that new. I was, was going to say it was like yesterday. No. And,
1: <laughs> nah, um, and I'm currently studying at RMIT doing communications um, and also working at a few football clubs in Melbourne.
0: Doing, what are you doing there?
1: So I work at Melbourne and Collingwood footy clubs. Cool. In the retail shops and like a bit of other stuff as well. And also work at Williamstown CYMS <laughs> footy club, uh, just like helping out around there.
0: Cool. Um, first and foremost, I wanted to say trigger warning to anyone that is listening. If you are not in the headspace to listen to anything about anxiety, depression, suicide, medication, anything of the sort, please swipe off and listen to something else. Cause we will be discussing that today. Um, so let's chat about how we met. I always like to say to Pete, like I always like to say in the podcast of my connection to people before we get started. So it's a little bit of a background, but I met you virtually we you found my it's kind of struggle page you found the brand and you'd reached out and just said I really like what you guys do and then we just kind of kept conversing but I know we've already kind of touched on this a little bit together but how did you find the page
1: so I was actually with you on Saturday and I I said I found you guys on I found you on TikTok yeah which is Wait, did you
0: find me personally?
1: No, I found that it's okay oh, to struggle okay. one on yeah. TikTok because yeah. you, like, put a few merch things out there. Yeah. So I saw that on TikTok and I was – then I went on the Insta off that and I was like, Jesus, this is exactly what I've been looking for for, like, four years. Yeah. A page that just show like, because I, I, I found it when it was, like, you were showing all the stories yeah. of people. So I was like, this is awesome. Because yeah. I had something in my drafts for ages like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, then I remember you messaging me being, like, I really want to share my story – um, I'm gonna do it on my personal page. I remember you sent it to me, and I read it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's amazing." And then you posted it.
1: Yeah. So when I saw like you posting all these people's stories, I was like, "Look, th- there has to be something that I can do here where it can actually help someone." Like me posting this yeah. can actually help someone. Yeah. So when you were like, "Geez, this is actually pretty well written," I was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it."
0: Yeah, it was really well written, and I'm glad you did it because it's important and I I know you've got a lot of people messaging you being like thanks so much blah 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 yeah Yeah. um and I'll start off with like talking about the concept of you being obviously vulnerable in that state and expressing what happened and like your journey and stuff and then the kind of like experience of getting people messaging you being like oh I've gone through the same thing and like how that kind of Impacts you because I know I've had the same thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, had people like message the page, being like, "This is so amazing," and that's that's so good. Like, I love when people message that. But then you also get the other end of like, I'm struggling, and it's so hard to cope with when you don't know what to do because you're yeah, not no, like exactly. licensed.
1: The thing that um I've said to you a few times as well is like, we're not psychs, mm. so like it it is as much as I love all those messages like coming in and saying like, "This is awesome," that's so cool, like what you've done. I've been in the exact same position. Which is exactly what I wanted to happen Yeah. when I posted that. I wanted people to m- come to me and say, like, look, how did you, like, better yourself Yeah. from when you were in a position of, like, struggling? Yeah. So I thought the most important thing from when I posted that would be to have a clear plan of how to actually tell people how to get better
0: rather yeah. than me just
1: going, I got better. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: That was Im- – yeah, th- that's, that's the thing. Like, it's hard within the page as well to kind of communicate – what is best for everyone? All I can really say is to get help because everyone's different. Like, some things people, like for medication or something like that, that can help, it really helps someone, and that can really not help someone. Exactly. So, yeah. it really depends on the person.
1: And it's all that's also the same with psychiatrists and psychologists as yeah. well. Like, a lot of people don't even want to go to them because my first point of advice always is to go and seek help.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: So, when people are like, oh, I don't really want to go and see a psych, like, then I'm like, cause you that's can't an really even
0: slippery slope. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, We'll go into that, but I want to start with saying thank you for coming on, and I appreciate you. Thank you, GT. And let's start with when did your journey with mental health begin, and when what's your earliest memories of perhaps maybe you struggling or someone around you struggling, or any mention of it?
1: Yeah. So I was actually speaking about this with mum the other night. I was always like a super anxious kid. Mm. Like I always... Like it's it's weird because I'm I was quite extroverted, but I would just be crapping myself all the time like I'd just be so anxious all the time. yeah so even when I was like mum said she brought up this story about when I was like three and I was at a playground I got stuck somewhere just had a massive anxiety attack mm. like massive and then like you'd really think about that when you're a kid like that and even mm. like going into primary school hated when mum left yeah like would just like scream and like have anxiety attacks mm. leaving. Her, primary school to go to high school hated it for the first year because I was just so anxious the whole time mm. but like I I never I never really realized that that wasn't normal so I yeah. never realized that me the thoughts I had in my head were odd to like have every single day and like mm. wake up every single day and be like geez I'm I'm dreading this like oh if I like go out with my mates I'm like Jesus Christ like I yeah
0: that's uh, not good yeah that's not, that's not normal not a good feeling yeah
1: so I only realized that probably a year ago. That's where I was crazy. like, shit, something needs to happen here. Yeah. This, is, this actually isn't right. That
0: is, a, honestly, that's an awful way to live. Yeah. It is an awful way to live. I felt that before, but like, that, I, I say this to so many people anxiety is worse than depression.
1: Well, I, like,
0: Hon- I, 100% think.
1: Yeah. I, it's, I reckon it's hard for me to differ from, like, I've had both. I've yeah. been diagnosed with both. So I, like, it's hard to differ from, there's this thing, like, have you seen the thing that Jim Carrey says about it? No. He, like, said something like, Anxieties where like you're just constantly scared all the time and you're so tired Yeah. and then depression is just like your body's just saying, fuck off, I don't want to play this character anymore. i not yeah. trying to act like I'm not scared. Yeah. And I'm not. And that's literally what happened for like 10 years with me. Like I was just sitting there every day trying to act like this was normal because I didn't know any about Like I didn't mm. have any outlets or like any ways to say it because I thought it was normal. So I wasn't going to say to someone like, geez, do you get a bit? Worried <laughs> all the time.
0: Oh, do you have <laughs> crippling anxiety? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you're not just going to, like, go up to someone and be like, oh, any chance you, like, break down when you go out, like, out with your mates to a pub? Like, does that happen to you? Do you have to go to the toilet every single time and then just, like, break down? Does that happen to you? Because it, it, when would that ever come up in conversation? No. Like, yeah. No. So, like, I was just living just like, this is just so normal. Just
0: wondering. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, I'm not just going to sit there and just sit down. Like, all the boys around the table, I'm go, you guys don't cry every single time you go out, do you? But like, that's
0: not... <laughs> I don't know if I'd go down so well, but do it. Do it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's a very hard thing to be able to see the difference because you don't get educated about it. So it's like, is this normal? And then also when you're a kid, it's pretty, like, normalised that you get, like, anxious when you leave your parents and stuff, but, like, not to a certain point where it's a pattern. The first couple of times, like, yeah, obviously going away from home, new environment, scary, but if your kid's, like, two years later still getting scared to go to school, there's a fucking problem. Exactly, yeah, exactly, Yeah.
1: yeah. And, like, I think... I think, like, mum and dad did know that. So they did send me to someone for that. Yeah. Like, I've, I've been seeing psychs since I was, like, eight.
0: Well, that's great.
1: Yeah. So, like, my parents have been unbelievable with mm. all this. It's just I didn't tell them because yeah. I didn't know it wasn't normal. Yeah, of course. Of course. So, like, no, I actually not fault. I actually remember yeah. I was, like, walking to a party in year 11 with my partner at the time, and I said to her something like, "Oh, like, do you just dread this? Like, do you just go to these parties and just shit yourself? And she's like, no. She's like no, no, and I was like oh, okay, and I just like I didn't I didn't do anything about that because I'm just like, in my head I'm going like this is what's been happening for ten yeah, years yeah. so I'm doing all right aren't I yeah, like I'm, yeah yeah because you I like you wouldn't think that I wouldn't mm, think that mm.
0: but once you started to become kind of aware and you were asking these questions to like your partner or your friends like it's weird like do you like get anxious and stuff. What made you be like, I want to – because I know you were seeing someone and stuff, but yep. did you did you have a breaking point where you're like, okay, I'm fucking sick of this shit. Yeah. Like, I want to work this out. Because you don't seem like an anxious person to me.
1: Do you mean like rock bottom?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ma- maybe not like a rock bottom, like we can go into that, but a kind of moment where you were like, what the fuck is going on?
1: Oh, so I was away with some mates in Phillip Island probably last year and um. I just wasn't in like I just was so sick of trying to act like I was enjoying myself mm. all the time, and I was so sick of like people like looking at me and like I like that'd ex- be expecting laughter and like me like cracking jokes and stuff. Like I was just so sick of sitting there and being like, be on all the time, let's mm. be on all the time. So I like walked down the street from where my mates' house is, and I just like lost it totally. Like mm. I was like screaming, I was like punching the floor bawling my eyes out. Mm. This happened for, like, two hours and then someone came out to see me and they were like, you, "Like, you okay? And I was like, obviously not. Like, I'm,
0: <laughs> So fun. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I was like, no. All good, no. girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And, um, like, I just kind of just, like, unloaded. Like, I was just like, I've fucking felt this way for ages and I'm so Was this a
0: friend this. who came to see you? Guys? It
1: was my partner at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I like, I just lost it and I was mm. like, screw this, I'm done. Um... Which she was awesome with it. Like, mm. and like I, and even then it's odd to think about because I didn't go home.
0: Mm.
1: I just, I like just said, like, okay, let's keep going, get up, let's go back inside, what let's go. a Well, they, well, they didn't really like, because they weren't outside with, they could tell I'd been crying, obviously. Mm. But I, I think when I came back inside, I lied and I said something like, oh, like something's just going on at home or something like yeah, that. Okay. And they're like, that's, yeah, that's fine, man. Like, and because they're amazing with it, my mates. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. So when I came back inside, for some reason, again, mm. I've lied and I've gone, oh, why would I want to tell these people that, mm. even though they're my best mates? Mm. So, yeah. I.
0: That's pretty, like, it is common, though. Exactly. Especially within men. Like, it's hard for me to even imagine, like, me doing that to my friends. Exactly. Like, at a certain point in time, now different. But, yeah. like, at a certain point in time, I would have never said that. Like, how I feel. Exactly, I yeah. been Like, Oh, my goldfish died last night. Well,
1: literally. literally. I, think, I think I actually did say something. It wasn't like goldfish, but I was like, oh, like, I think, like, my, my dog's, dog's sick. My
0: sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at those like, <laughs> um, So after that point that that happened at Phillip Island, were you like, okay, like, yeah. I need to kind of get the fuck. Or like, need to work on this.
1: Well, like, I just, I think I more just realized it wasn't normal. Yeah. So then... I went home and, like, me and mum and dad, like, sat down and had a massive chat and I just, like, spilled everything about, like, how I'd been feeling, how long this has been going on. Because when I was going to psychs that mum set up, because my mum was pushing me to go to psychologists, psychologist, because obviously, like, there just wasn't something right mm. with my anxiety. yeah Because I'd go to school for six hours a day and be the happiest kid ever and come home and just lash out at my family. Because, like, mm. I was just so angry and, like, scared.
0: Mm. So. Yeah, I was kind of similar as well. But yeah. yeah.
1: And, like, that. Like that would, would have been so hard on my parents, and yeah. I still feel awful for that. But like, obviously,
0: no.
1: yeah. yeah. And um, like we sat down, and Mum was kind of like, "Like, what's been happening with the psychologist you've been seeing? Like, have they given you any tips or anything like that?" And then it, my like,
0: mum says the same shit.
1: Yeah, and in that moment, I'm like, "Holy shit! I haven't even been like really talking to these psychs." <laughs> like, yeah. Like I've just been going in there and going like, "Yeah, my day's all right." Like what, are you, what do you what spend else?
0: an hour talking about? Yeah,
1: exactly. I've just been sitting there going, like, the whole time I've been going, I don't really need to be here. Like, I thought yeah, I Yeah, you haven't in, been
0: talking to them. And
1: in a weird way, I probably thought I was a bit above it. Like, I probably mm. thought I was a bit like, uh, what am I even doing here, man? Like, mm. I've been doing this since I was, like, eight. I've seen, like, five psychs along the journey. None of them yeah. have really worked. And that, that's
0: the thing. Like, they're not going to work if you're not going in, like, actually yeah. wanting to talk. That's why I always say to, like, if there's a friend or like a family member that I know needs to see someone, like I'm never gonna force them because unless they say I want to, yeah, because I'm I'm not gonna do that because I know they'll go there. They'll one get nothing out of it, then they'll hate it and they'll never go back and exactly. then they actually need help.
1: And that's that's the kind of thing that happened. Like because I was seeing psychs throughout high school as well, and they mm-hmm. were kind of like, oh, like mum. I'd come home and mum would go like, you need to tell them the truth because I think she, I think my mum knew. Yeah. Deep down. She's like, have you been telling them the truth? And I was like, Yeah, like I'm talking to them, like I'm telling you them. Were. I wasn't at all. Mm. I'd probably lie about half the stuff I was in there. Yeah. Like, like I'd probably get in there and that like they'd be saying stuff like, How are you feeling? And I'd be like, Yeah, I don't even know why I'm here. Like and mm. how does that benefit anyone in the room? <laughs> no one. At that point. So like, mm. yeah.
0: So what did you what did you do when you were like did you see a new psych when you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I actually want to talk now? Or did you just go on with a continuing? Continuing with your current psych.
1: So I got along really well with a psych that I that my GP gave me yeah. um, first year at uni, yeah. which was twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. So she was really good. So I started like talking to her, and I started opening up to her, and she's amazing. Like mm-hmm. she's awesome. I still see her now. Um, but I think the biggest thing was that I went to see a psychiatrist. Okay. So I, yeah. So. I,
0: yeah, and we can, we can talk to the moment of. Like when you started medication and stuff like that, you did you start it two years ago or a year ago? No, a year ago, okay. Yeah, um, and we can chat about like the concept of medication as well. So, when you started to see a psychiatrist, so I just want to clarify the difference between a psychologist and a psychiatrist, um, because not some people don't know. Psychologist is mostly for like techniques of coping and like trauma, um, stuff like that, they're more like Theoretical kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, But they also teach you heaps of techniques and tips and stuff like that. Um, And psychiatrists are more like medication clinical based. Yes. So if you're on medication, you usually have to see a psychiatrist at some point or frequently. I actually didn't see a psychiatrist when I first started medication. I just got it from my doctor, which wasn't – I was talking to Emma about this. Um, It's – so bad. That is that
1: even is that allowed? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I personally think that, like, look, I can't make like a, I can't make a statement in general because I don't know, but I think that doctors should not be able to get give medication. I didn't for even mental know if health. that was. Oh, no, I wasn't
1: uh-uh. Sorry sure if that was allowed.
0: Uh, it is allowed because one, I mean, they don't either. have specified. The, the doctor I see now, she's great. She specifies a lot in mental health, but like, there's doctors that literally don't. And then they also... Yeah,
1: and they have no idea. Yeah, they have no idea.
0: They're like, oh, you have a broken brain? Here's that. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. I I don't know. I I don't want to generalise doctors because they're amazing. But, yeah, that's what my experience was with it. And that ended up doing kind of harm because... Often when you start medication, and maybe you can attest to this, yeah. it is kind of worse. Oh the first, yeah, it's
1: the first two weeks you don't want to be the on the first
0: ball. two to three weeks. They fucking it sucks. Yeah, it's hard. Um, and yeah. they often say double the time you're seeing a psychologist because yeah. you're going to need that support. Yeah, and I wasn't doing that. I just got given medication. I like see you, girl. I was like, cool. Oh, um, fine. thanks for that. So that was really bad. Yeah. So yeah, I do recommend whoever is going on medication to see. Nah, See someone anyway. Up, yeah,
1: i am be anti 100%. But yeah, it's so scary.
0: What was your experience with going on it?
1: So I got put on it by the psychiatrist um, and then like I started literally the next day. Yeah. So I started the next day yep. and the first day you don't really feel anything. You just feel numb. This was my experience, obviously. I don't know what other people feel. Um, I felt kind of numb for like the first few days. I just didn't really feel anything at all. Like I kind of just like did nothing. It kind of just like buried what me. What are you on? Phloxetine.
0: You're just on floxetine,
1: and I take sleeping tablets at night as well, okay, I just to go to sleep. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was kind of floxetine's
0: like, an antidepressant, by the
1: way. Yes. Yeah. Um. I was kind of just like knocked out. Like I didn't really feel any emotion at all for like three days, and mm. then it just goes, like yeah. bang, and you just start like panicking and like it's you. It, it has to get worse before it gets better.
0: Yeah, they it, say that with medication. Yeah.
1: Essentially, yeah. So, like, I was sitting there and I was like panicking. I was like, "Jesus Christ, you are anxious, aren't you? Like, you are. This mm. is this is on. This is happening mm. now." So, I I saw my psych a bit more often in the first three weeks because my yeah. psychiatrist told me to do that.
0: Yeah, because she's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, but then I had like a day uh, I still remember it. A day after like three weeks, where I just like woke up and I was like. Holy fuck! I'm actually not scared to go out. Like go out today. Mm. Like I, this is awesome. Mm. This is so cool. I'm like I was like walking down the street and I'm like,
0: oh my god. I feel great.
1: Yeah, I'm not scared at all to talk to anyone. I'm not scared if I go into Coles if I'm going to see someone.
0: Mm.
1: I'm not even worried. It was like I was, it was like a new lease on life. It was a, incredible, and mm. I've never felt like that.
0: Have you stayed the same? Yeah. Yeah. Have you had moments of going back and forth or just kind of stayed stable since?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like if, like I feel like what if you – this is never going to be a linear thing. So I'm, no. I'm never going to be able to just like continuously go up on a slope where I'm going to be happy, like more happy every single day. Well, I'm, that's everyone. Yeah. But like, yeah. But especially if you get diagnosed with these things. Yeah, of course. I think – Especially if you have a mental
0: illness. Yeah.
1: You're going to have a day where you're going to be like – Jesus Christ, I'm feeling it today, and mm. the med, like, are these meds even working and stuff like that? Mm. But the fact from where I was when I started on them to now is just like such a different being. Mm. Like it's just such a different person to, especially around my family, because I, as I said before, like I think I just acted really happy around everyone else, and when I got home, I was just exhausted.
0: Yeah, that was me as well. I completely, yeah. I completely agree and understand. Yeah. Um, but I do want to like talk about as well I know I think our opinions on medication might differ yeah because for me I've been reading this book I just finished it actually and look I don't like deterring anyone from anything but because I'm on medication myself yeah and I I support it but I just think it's such a way to like push away people sometimes like I know that uh, th- this book I'm reading and in this book, other book called Lost Connections, um, he talks about how when he was younger he had bad anxiety and depression and then they gave him meds a month later, it felt really good, and then they upped it and then they upped it and they yeah. upped it and they up it. And then, yeah. like, they just up it to the max dose and then you just go back to normal because your body tolerates it like anything else. Yeah. So I always say, like, for people who experience, like, depression and, and stuff like that, for me personally I believe that the goal isn't to up the dose it's to get off.
1: Yeah, no. It's I, to get
0: to a stable point in life that you feel like you can get wean off it and work work through therapy and stuff like that. But I think therapy should be like the number one Yep. Solution and number one way to like improve your life.
1: Yeah, so I was of the same opinion. I didn't want to go on medication for. A I'm long not time. against
0: medication at all. Like I, yeah. I think it's fantastic. Like it's helped me so much. But yeah. I, I think it's not the one stop shot no. to and like. It's like it's not like MD. Like it's not like MD for six months. Like yeah, it's not like that.
1: And the thing that the thing that also helped me a lot was my psychiatrist and mom and dad and all of that were always of the opinion where they were like, this isn't just going to cure you, mate. Yeah. Like, the, the, you can have as many tablets as you want, but at the end of the day, if you don't start making some changes in your life and, like, start putting some things into place that the psychologist has told you about, like you said, they just put in, like, different little tactics and stuff like mm. that, nothing's going nothing's to change.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You'll go back.
1: Exactly. That's, so, mm. like... It, of course, medication helped me a lot, but I think also actually implementing things that the psychologist told me to do was probably the biggest factor because, yeah, the medication can only do so much for you.
0: And I said this to Emma yesterday, I said, or today, sorry, I said, it's like having a broken leg and just giving yourself painkillers.
1: Exactly, yeah. It's like,
0: honestly, and then you keep walking on the broken leg. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to... Go, it's gonna exactly. Deterg. It's gonna yeah. It's gonna go down again. It's never gonna get better. As you said, it's linear and like you're just gonna go fucking right down to the bottom. Yeah. Like because it can it can only bring you so far. So I do support it, hundred percent. But I think it should have its limitations. Yeah. And also, medication is different. Like some people have like schizophrenia or who have extreme bipolar and stuff who really need it for like manic episodes and stuff like that, which I completely yeah. support. At the end of the day, I have no say over it. Yeah. Um. But I'm glad that medication has helped you but it's also been important to implement other things.
1: Oh, it's it. that's probably been the most imperative thing to actually put in tactics that my psychologist told me about because if I didn't do that, it's literally what you explained. Mm. I'm feeling good for like three weeks and then I can have a week where I'm doing nothing and I'm sitting on the couch all mm. week. I'm swamped with work or like I'm swamped with uni. Of course you're going to feel shit. Yeah,
0: like, no shit. Yeah. But what other things, so let's talk about what other things did you implement besides that me- you taking medication?
1: Yeah. So my psychologist gave me like a few really good things about Um, when I was like at my lowest, she's like, just write down one thing a day that you're proud of yourself for doing. Even if that's getting out of bed because you've had a shit day mm. or even if that's, like talking to someone you saw at the supermarket that you wouldn't usually because you haven't seen them in a while and mm. you usually be anxious to go up to them and talk to them, but you just go up to them and talk to them. Mm. Or going on a walk because you haven't done that in a while or something like that. And that actually helped me a lot. So I just write that in my notes every day and like you'd scroll through them at the end of a month. I'd be like, holy shit, like I've actually changed so much.
0: Like That's I, a really good idea. I hadn't yeah. thought
1: about that. That's yeah. great. She was really good with that. And she also just said like just getting out of the house for even like five minutes. Legit. If you even just go for a walk around the block and you listen to, like, any sort of podcast, an honest conversation, its a bit of a plug, any sort of <laughs> podcast um, for, like, five minutes, you can, it literally, it sounds so stupid. And I laughed at her when she said this. It literally changes your day. It does. Yeah. And I used to, like, because I didn't do it for, like, three years when I saw her. So I was like, yeah, okay, mate. Like, keep talking. Yeah. And, yeah, <laughs> and when I did it after I was, like, at my lowest, I was like, holy shit, like mm. this is actually changing me so mm. much.
0: Mm. So it's she a- was good with that. And what about with friends and family? Like did you find yourself get to this point that you were feeling open to talk to them about this stuff and especially with like your male friends? Yeah. Because I know you had a, a partner.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so my my mates, we've always been really good with this stuff, mm. I, th- I think. But I was also of the opinion, which was – I think I said this in the thing I wrote, which was probably to my detriment, that I thought that mental health was really in a really good space. But the thing about mental health is it can always get better. And that sounds so cheesy.
0: Like, do you mean your mental health or do you mean the I industry?
1: Like, I thought, like, in society, oh, everyone's oh, talking about no, it. It's like, not. yeah, like, everyone's talking about it. It's uh, so good. So I was like, oh, even if I just say, like, oh, I'm a bit sad, like, how good, how good am I? How good are all my friends for saying that? Mm-mm. So when I came out to my mates and I said, like, oh, I feel shit all the time. I'm going on meds. This is what's happened. Because um, New Year's, I had another one of those things that happened in Phillip Island mm. where I was just like lost it. And I like screamed for like four hours and I just like, punched the floor and it was crazy. Um, and then like after New Year's, I like told all my mates that this is what's happening. This is what's been happening for ages. Um, and they were like, they were the best ever. Mm-hmm. Like my friends are so good with that.
0: That makes me happy.
1: Yeah. They were unbelievable. And even... Some of the ones who haven't experienced that sort of stuff were even, like, messaging me saying, like, hey, mate, like, that's so awesome. Like, it's so awesome you've been able to do that. So now now in our group chat, which is I think is awesome, if someone doesn't want to go out at night, they can literally just say, hey, boys, I'm feeling pretty down. And we all just go, that's fine.
0: That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, it's the bare minimum, but, like, it's good.
1: Yeah. Because we wouldn't have done that. Not the bare minimum,
0: but, I mean, like, it's, like... It should be the standard, but it's not.
1: But we wouldn't have done that a year ago. Yeah. So, like, well, a lot fantastic. of us a lot of us would have just been like, oh, uh, like, oh, uh, I got something on or something like mm, that. But now I, I, yeah. I feel like, I don't know if they feel, I hope they feel like it, <laughs> I feel like we can literally just say to each other, like, oh, I've just had a shit day. I'm yeah, not coming out tonight. It.
0: And it's so funny. Like, I don't know if it's just within Australian culture, but it's so common for, like, even girls as well. But, like, mostly Mostly male groups. Yeah. Like to someone to not come out. It's like, oh, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing yeah. are you with your misses? And like, like don't don't get me wrong. Bro.
1: That probably still happens in our group. But like, if if one of us say something like, I'm just not feeling it tonight, we're all so supportive of each yeah, other. Yeah,
0: yeah. And when I'm, it could have been like the opposite. It could have been like,
1: why why aren't you coming out? Like,
0: yeah. And like, you just,
1: and then you just lie about. Oh, come
0: get a beverage. Exactly. Up, like. Yeah.
1: Like also like in the past, I'm sure a lot of people have just been like, oh, mum wants me to stay home or, like, oh, I've got a uni assignment. Yeah. But that. I think it's so good that in, like, especially in my friendship group and I know I've done it with, like, a few friendship groups that I have where I just say, like, I'm just not feeling it tonight, boys. Like, I just don't want to.
0: And that should be normal. 100%. It yeah. should be. But what made you kind of feel like, okay, now I can, like, speak to my friends about it? Was it after you kind of came to them and was like, this is what's going on? This is I'm going on medication, blah blah blah. What made you have that confidence?
1: Um I think that when I when I hit rock bottom, there was no point in like hiding it anymore. Mm. Like there was just no point in me being like, Oh yay, like I'm still happy to see all my mates and like I'm still happy. So I I was probably hit with a bit of a like it's either do or die, mate. Like you've gotta you've gotta tell these boys what's happening mm. or they're just going to think you're pulling away and you're not coming out with them and friendship frac like friendships fracture.
0: Yeah, so that's true.
1: Yeah. So like I was hit with probably a bit of an ultimatum where I was just like, because I think my mum was also pretty imperative with that as well, where she was saying like, you've just got to tell them, Nick, like, they're, like they're, they'll understand. Of course they'll understand. Mm. And like, yeah. So when I posted that thing, all my mates messaged me. Like, Mm -hmm. I was so appreciative of all of them. Like, Mm -hmm. they were all like, this is awesome. Like, that's so good. If you ever need a chat, always come to me, like, all of them. So now I think it's just become so much more easy because I know I have so many people to talk to.
0: Uh, Yeah, I I get what you mean as well. I kind of get in the opposite way because, like, I'm such a – People lean on me a lot, which is fantastic, and I'm always there, and I I love doing it. Yeah. But it always ends up, like, when I'm struggling, and I was chatting about this before, but when I'm struggling, I'm kind of like, I don't want to talk about it because I'm so exhausted from talking about other other people. with other people, yeah. Yeah. but it, it's good to have that feeling of like people are there, and you'd only get that way with like being vulnerable and being open about like I am struggling, and even if that and as you said before, even if that makes one male friend feel like oh wow, yeah, like for girls it's a bit different, like and I say this a lot. With girls, it's a bit different. It's, I feel like it's much easier for us to be, like, maybe not the deep, deeper, darker sides of mental health, yeah, which yeah. I still think that aren't talked about, and that's why I do this. Yeah. Um. As you said, you thought mental health was getting better, but I am on oh, the edge of that as well. I'm
1: the complete opposite yeah. opinion now.
0: Yeah. But, like, with girls, I feel like it's easier to be like, hey, um, I'm really sad. Yes. But, like, for a guy, I don't really, like, like I know my partners have said this to me before, or like, that before, but I've never seen them say it to their friends.
1: Yeah. Ever. I, c- I, completely, I completely agree with that. Ever. I can impl- I completely agree with that. Well,
0: maybe once or twice, but, like, it was never a common thing.
1: Yeah. No, and it's, it's, it's awesome to see now that when – like, when I put that out, if I, like, have a mate who would say, like, I'm just not feeling it tonight, I message him and go, like, you're a good man? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? And he'll just say, like, yeah, I've just been struggling a bit lately, man. And mm-hmm. that's so – like, as much as I'm sitting there going, oh, fuck, that sucks, he's struggling – How good is it to hear that he's Mm. actually saying that to someone? Yeah, it's great. Or, like, or she's saying that to someone.
0: That's, like, because at the end of the day, that, like, really does limit the chance of someone committing suicide because...
1: Like, even not to that extreme, it just limits the chance of someone going outside and being scared. Or, like, going outside and walking into a pub and thinking, who am I going to see here? Like, oh, if they come up, oh, I haven't seen this person in ages. Oh, like.
0: It limits the feeling of loneliness. because exactly. Loneliness yeah. is a massive part of depression. And when you feel, even if you aren't physically lonely, like your friends around you, you're at school, but blah, 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 you can still feel so internally lonely when you're not telling people how you actually feel. Exactly. And that's a massive cause of depression.
1: Well, I went to school every day for six years and had I would say I was probably mates with a fair few people at that school and mm. I still managed to come out of it with anxiety and depression. Yeah. So, like, there's, yeah, there's no, it just, it can it can literally just hit anyone. That's what I noticed. It can hit anyone at any time and that's why it's 100%. so important to speak about it.
0: 100%. It can hit anyone at any time. And not that it's funny, but I remember when I got out of hospital and I felt like the craziest like you know that, how yeah, that feels like yeah. you just feel like you're crazy because no yes. one else is talking about it yeah. and that's why I started this in the first place yeah, and I you feel know. like you're some fucking psychopath and I remember getting out and then like everyone was so weird to me not everyone was so weird but like I felt so weird in my, like, my community and my friends and blah, yeah. blah, blah and I felt like people were walking in eggshells around me and then like yeah. a month later I literally had like people come up to me every single night I was out every single night without a doubt people yeah. I wasn't even close with People I hadn't talked to in years, come up to me being like, I'm so sad. And I'd be like, We're all Bro. fucked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: like in the best way possible. <laughs> like it's, in the yeah. in the best way possible. It was nice to feel like
1: I, I oh, am... I'm not
0: actually insane.
1: Yeah. I was a bit different with that because like when I like hit rock bottom, I was like calling mental health services and like mum was like geez, do we need a triage to come here? Like, what's going on? Do I need the hospital? Stuff like that. Because I've already been lying to my mates saying I'm fine. So, Mm. like, I'd be like, they'd be like, why aren't you out tonight? And I'd be at home wondering if I need to go to the hospital or not. Mm. So when I posted that thing and everyone realised, like, that was probably a bit like you coming out of hospital. Like, I posted this thing. People have realised that I was cooked mentally, Mm. done, Mm. finished. It was a bit weird because I had people coming up to me going, like, hey, man, I've wanted to post something like that for ages. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. I thought I was literally the only person in Victoria other than you <laughs> who's <laughs> sitting there going, Jesus Christ, I am cooked right now.
0: See, it's it's very – and, like, I, I want to talk about this as well with you because I know you said that you had that opinion that the mental health sphere and, like, the s- sphere and the stigma <laughs> of, like, men's mental health was getting better and, like, everyone was talking and stuff like that. Yeah. But I want st- to – See how like you think it's changed because the reason I think it hasn't changed too much and needs change is because there's so many mental health pages and so many fantastic organizations and so many beautiful things, but they all talk about it in like a very, very, very brief, yeah on the surface way. yeah Like all the stuff I've seen about is like pretty common, like depression, anxiety, which is... Very common, like, yeah. of course, but never about, like, the fucked up things and, like, the really dark thoughts you can get into and, yeah. like, the really shitty things you can do to your family, to your friends, yeah. Yeah. to partners, like, yeah. the real traumatic experiences, like, all that stuff that I felt I was going through, all these, these really negative, like, honestly shameful thoughts I thought I was having. Yeah and then i'd see like a, oh it's okay to be sad and i'd be like yeah. okay i'm more than sad though like i'm clinically depressed <laughs> that's actually so true. and want to stab myself yeah. it's like that's why i started that's that's personally why i do it, do this because yeah. i wanted people to come on and like say the the nitty gritty yep. and say like okay this is fucked
1: exactly and that's that's probably where i realized that it wasn't normal like i really like i was having some of those thoughts and i'm thinking to myself holy shit, like, is this even normal? <laughs> I don't think it's normal to be driving along and thinking, like, oh, I just want to end it. Like, yeah. I'm just done. I'm mm. fucking done. I'm finished. Mm. So, like, and that's confronting to say to anyone. Mm. Like, it's confronting to say to my mom, my dad, my psychologist, anyone.
0: Mm. Of course.
1: But, like, once you realise that those thoughts aren't normal and it's not right to be doing that, I think – that's where I realised that, like, men's mental health probably wasn't in as good of a shape as I thought it yeah. was. So I, that's, yeah, that's probably where I got that from. Because I was, I did a speech in year 12 about how men's mental health is becoming better, but it needs to be better. But I, now I'm of the opinion, I'm not even sure if it's that much better than what it was then. And I that's think been it's used as a,
0: as a massive ploy to, like, make people look good. But that's my that's my opinion. I think it's obviously, regardless, it's fantastic people bring it up, like yeah. 100%. But I also think it can be harmful in the way it's talked about, not honestly enough. Like, yeah. it's it's talked about way too much on the surface. Like, obviously, you don't go up to some stranger and be like, oh, I just want to shoot myself. Like, obviously, <laughs> fucking not. Like, we we talk about this topic in a very safe space. Like, there's a reason I do all these trigger warnings. They're super important. Yeah. Um. And I obviously, every guest I have, I always say, are you comfortable, are you in the headspace to do this because I don't want you on? Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. If I I, I make them listen to it, do you feel comfortable posting it? But as I said, I feel like it's all experiences I've had with men talking to me about their mental health has been very different to what I've seen it talked about.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I also think that's maybe a part of Australian culture, like you were saying. There's a
0: few exceptions, though. But
1: yeah. yeah. I think that's a part of Australian culture as well. Very much. Like, when, if, like, just say footballers come out and say they've had mental health issues, no one in the media is going to say, like, these are the thoughts he's having. Mm. And, like, they, they never really, like, state what's wrong with them. They just say, like, personal issues.
0: Or well, they just say, I had anxiety going onto the field. Yeah. Like, girl, of course. Like, you were going <laughs> in the MCG. Like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Which, like, I I can appreciate why probably some of those footballers don't want to talk about it like that and they don't th- want to th- be that's open. That's the thing.
0: There's there's no problem with, like, see, that's, that's, that's the thing. There's no problem with not wanting to talk about it. Like, I don't have – I'm not saying to anyone, how dare you not come on here yeah, or how dare yeah. you not admit that you want to – Yeah off yourself, like, yeah. no, that's not my problem. It's just, like, if you're going to talk about it, talk about it.
1: Yeah, Don't I agree. just be, like... I agree with that. I acting, agree with that. You know and I, mean? I think it's perfectly fine for someone to um say that they do have mental health issues but don't want to go into any sort of detail about yeah. it. Yeah. And they can say that they don't want to talk about it um rigorously or something like that.
0: I would just clarify that, though. Like, I feel like it's important to be, like, yeah, I've had mental health issues but, like, I'm not in the headspace to... I'm not in the space of my life where I want to discuss it.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's fine. And like And that's
0: perfect advocation. That's that's enough. But don't be like, "Oh yeah, I've had mental health issues. I stayed in bed for a week and ate twisties. Yeah. Like that's obviously not what not what the deepest darkest things happen with mental health. Yeah. Because people get depressed, but like that's not all.
1: And uh, like at the same time, I think it's amazing how footballers have come out in the last few years. I and agree. said all this stuff, like it's that, probably helped me a lot as well.
0: Mm. Seeing, like, because mm.
1: I'm, I, I'm obsessed with Australian rules football. So, if I see like any sort of football come out and say like that sort of stuff, it that made me so much more comfortable. So, hundred percent, yeah. And I think it's amazing how they do that.
0: I, it's yeah. it's fantastic. And as I said, any any sort of advocation or any publicity about it is fantastic. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, still I think there's work need to be done.
1: And that, and that's not even a criticism. That's it's not, not. That's not a criticism. I think that's just generally the space that we're in as mm. a society.
0: I see. I think there should be different realms, like a kind of basis. It's okay not to be okay vibe, but then also like the real education of like because there is situations where like what you had with at Phillip Island having that that breakdown. People need to be educated on how to deal with that. Yeah. Because
1: exactly. Yeah. You know no, I, mean? I agree. That will happen. It's yeah. very common. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, I do think that things have changed, but there is still work needs to be done. And
1: that's why we're here.
0: Ex- exactly. Yeah. But what – if you could have something change, what would be the biggest thing for you with men's mental health in particular?
1: I – and I said this before that my mates have been um, talking a lot more about men's mental health – like not men's, just like mental health as a whole. Yeah. I would love to see um, – even in the workplace, if someone can just say, I'm not feeling it today. Like, I I think I just need a day. I just need a day to gather my thoughts. Mm. I just need a day where I can just sit down, maybe go for a walk, just do something that's not like living living how I've been doing it, because it's not working.
0: It's such a hard thing though, because because it's not a physical scene thing. It's so much less acknowledged. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. It's so
0: hard. Yeah, exactly. But I, I completely agree having that like aspect of, especially in a workplace where things are so serious, yeah. to like take also mental health seriously, like your yeah. physical health issues. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, and I, I think that's that'd be awesome to just like imagine Imagine if you could just tell your boss like, "Geez, I'm not feeling it today. Like mm. I'm done. I'm cooked. And he just the goes, same way well, just you take a got- day.
0: Yeah, the same way. You'd be like, I got a sore of tummy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> tummy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But what? So we'll wrap up. All right. But what is something that you want to improve on with your one mental health and two in your environment? How do you want to break the stigma more again um, against mental? health?
1: Something I want to improve on in myself. Um, I'd love to be able to, it be, like, I think I am pretty open with it, with my mates and stuff like that. Um, cause I'm the kind of kid who, like, if I go to a party, I'll be in the corner, like having a DNN with someone. Like mm, that's, Same. Yeah. So bad. Yeah, it sucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it does. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's oh, it's so bad. But like, <laughs> like you're drunk and you're just like in the corner just talking about, like your deepest darkest secret you met like 30 seconds ago. And I you remember. wake up the next day, and you're like Don't remember. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um I think I'd love to be able to do that and not feel like it's odd. Mm. I'd love for it to just be like, geez, how normal Drop is it that you. I've just dropped I've just dropped this? Like and or someone's just come up to me and they feel normal for doing mm, that. Mm. Like I reckon that'd be awesome. That's and also breaking stigma with men's mental health. I think I would love to see a lot more boys come out and just say like, hey, what the hell, I'm the exact same as you. Mm. Or like, what the heck, that happened to me three years ago mm. and sometimes I feel like it every now and then but I'm heaps better mm. or I'm struggling right now. Mm. I, I think I think talking about it is the best thing we can do. That's me.
0: Yeah, and that's why we're here, girl.
1: <laughs> girl.
0: Um, and I say to everyone, and people hate it. Those Um, real manly mans, I've been saying it too, and they do not like me calling them a girl, but I kind of, it's a habit. What's your advice for, last and last, what is your advice for any male struggling? Um, Besides get help.
1: Yeah. I think the first thing is realise what's happening. So you have to, you have to, and acknowledge, you have to acknowledge what's happening. Mm. And I think also there's a lot of it about you just have to cop it. Like you have to cop what's happening and then you mm. have to realise this isn't normal. Mm. So you have to just sit there and go, yeah, I am scared all the time or I am sad all the time or I don't want to get out of bed mm. and that's not normal. So there's going to have to be a point where I have to do something.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think my best advice is you're in the position, you have to not take the hit but, like, you have to realise it Okay. in order to do something.
0: That's great advice and I agree. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It has been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> I'm you, so JT. glad that we got to got to do a little potty together because I know we've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening, everybody. And remember to take care of yourselves and have a good day and night. Whatever y'all doing.
1: Thank you, JT. See ya. Later.